we are, Word Alive Ministries. We welcome you. We love you. We thank you for joining us. We trust and believe God that wherever you are, whenever you listen to this message, it will be a blessing to you. Here we are outside another beautiful, beautiful Sunday. Here we are mid-November, and it's a gorgeous Sunday. We don't know how many more we have for this year, but glory be to God, we're taking advantage of this one. Hallelujah. So again, we thank you. We're going to get into the word this morning. I trust and believe God that this will be a word for you for now and going forward. Um, pastor is here, by the way. Usually he's not around when I minister, but Pastor is here. Thank God. And um, I'm happy about that. He loves you as well. We do. We thank you. So let's get to grab your Bible. Let's get into the word of God this morning. And the topic today is do I need to change my residence? I had another topic, but just now I just changed it. So <laughs> do I need to change my residence? And the um, reason I'm, t um, I'm talking about today is because the church is, our residence should be in Christ. It is in Christ if we're born again. And so that's where we should live, is in our newness that's found in Christ. But we're finding that and that so many are still trying to live in the old covenant. The old covenant is their residence. Pastor spoke so well in regards to that last, last week when he was talking about the kingdom. Glory be to God. Go back and listen to that message as well. And many of his messages, glory be to God. So today we're going to talk about am I in the am I in the right residence? Am I living in the right residence? You know, when we go to the old covenant, and um, I want to say that from Adam to Methuselah with seven generations, and Enoch, who we, we've heard about Enoch, remember? We're going we're gonna to read about him in a second. But oftentimes, what we will do is we will go to the old covenant, and we will pick out somebody and we will relate to that person in their shortcoming, in their, where they may have fallen. We'll relate to that, not even, we only relate to all the good that they, that they did, but we'll relate to a flaw that was in their, in their life or in their character. And we, and, and we were like, well, so, what, what, well, what, uh, well, um, Isaac did this, or Moses did that, or Abraham did that, or you know what I'm saying. But what I've noticed is that no one goes back to the old covenant and pull out Enoch. And we're going to see why right now. We're going to look at Genesis 5. And I, as I said, Enoch was the father of Methuselah, who we know about, who had the longest life. 969 years. Glory be. Glory be to God. So, so Genesis 5, Genesis 5, we're going to start at verse 21. 20. And all the days of Jared were 962 years, and he died. And Enoch lived 65 years and begot Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begot Methuselah, 300 years, and begot sons and daughters. 
And all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Enoch, when he was 65 years old, he began to walk with God. He walked with God 300 years. 300 years he walked with God. At 365, God took him. He, after 300 years, in my mind's eye, Enoch, this man of God, who God found no, no character flaws or whatever, God just took him. He's like, Enoch, you're so much like me. Just come up here with me. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. But we don't go back, if we want to go to the old covenant, go back and look at Enoch and his life. Because you're not going to find character flaws in his life. But no, we go back and find someone else. We go back and find another that we can, that we want to identify with, okay? So this is, and I, I, and I want you to stay with me now because I'm not going against the old covenant. Because the Bible tells us that, old, that the old covenant is, is just, it's holy, and it's good. There's nothing wrong with the old covenant. Nothing's wrong with it. The only thing is that we could not live by it. We couldn't do it. Enoch was doing it and God took him. How many of us has he taken? Because we were doing it. How many, how many of us? Glory be to God. So now, I want, in the old covenant, our victory is not in the old covenant. It's not there. Because in the old covenant, we find ourselves Focusing, I mean, it's the law. And, the, and follow with me. The law is there so we can see ourselves, but see that we need a God. The law shows us our shortcomings. The law shows us you can't do this. Glory be to God. And so we look at the law and we're like, oh, hold up. I need a, I need, I need a Savior. Glory be to God. And God knew that. He knew we wouldn't be able to do it, and he knew we would need a savior, and he took care of that too. Amen. Glory be to God. That's Amen. why the scripture tells us Jesus, the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world, because he knew that once he put things in order, yes, those of you who have always wondered, well, why did God, why did he do, why did Adam have to fall, and why did we have to go through what we've gone through? Let me go back a little bit. God knew it, and he made provision. That's what he did. That's what a loving father does. Those of you who are parents, you have children, you probably know what your kids are going to do before they do it, and you've already made provision to care for them. You've already made the provision. That's a loving father. Glory be to God. So now, so what I want us to see and understand is that the new covenant, the old, the old covenant is not where we, we live now. That's not our residence anymore. I want us to understand that. It is not our residence. We could, I know the, the way the Bible's written, we have the old covenant, and then we have the new covenant, and then in the new covenant, you know, we see Jesus coming. All right? I understand that's the way it's written. But in our mind's eye, we could really put the gospel with the old covenant. 
reason I'm saying this is because we live after our victory is found after the resurrection. That's where our victory is. It's after. Because Jesus, when Jesus lived and walked on earth, he, walked, he was under the law. Because he hadn't, he hadn't done, he hadn't finished his work. So the victory wasn't complete for us to live in, to take advantage of, to live out of, that hadn't been provided for us yet. So now, let's go back. In the Old Testament, in the Old Covenant, I may say Old Covenant or Old Testament, you know it's one of the same, all right? In the Old Covenant, we saw what Jesus did. And I'm saying even when Jesus walked on earth, we saw what he did. We saw the, the healing. We saw the miracles. When I say we, I'm saying the people at that time. They saw this. When we read the scriptures, we see this. That was under the, that was before. But now, in the new covenant, since we already saw what Jesus did, now we are to do what Jesus did. Let's look at John, John 17, 24. Let's go to John 17, 24. And I asked you to write these scriptures down. I asked you to go back. Search out the scriptures, ponder the scriptures. Let the Lord speak to your heart. Let him open up the scriptures to you. Let him reveal the scriptures to you. This is your, this is your walk. This is your life of faith. So allow the Lord to minister to your heart. John, and I, John 17, uh, 20, John 17, we're going to read 14 through 20. And if I need to speak louder with someone just because I am outside, the wind is blowing, someone let me know if I need to speak up and then pastor will let me know. John 17, 14 through 20. I have given them my word. This is Jesus speaking. I have given them my, thy word. And the word has hated them because they are not of the world. Am I reading right? John 17, yeah. 14 through 20. I have given them thy word, and the world have hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the, e from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me unto the world, even so I have also sent them into the world and for their sakes i sanctify myself that they also might be sanctified through the truth neither pray i thee for these alone but for them also which shall believe on me through their word this is all about believing in this the old the the, the new covenant the new covenant is all about believing Believing in the in what happened, believing in the death, the burial, and the resurrection, and the ascension. It's it's all it's all it all works together. It all works together. And Jesus coming, dying, being resurrected, going to the Father, and then 
loving us so much that realizing that we are seated in him. The revelation, this is about revelation. This is about the, the spirit of God opening up this word to us, that this word becomes alive in us, that it becomes alive in us because the word is alive. Jesus is alive. I know there are those who don't believe it, but Jesus is alive. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Um, where am I going to go now? So Jesus said, remember, remember John uh, 14, 14, um, John 14, 12. We're going to look at that. John 14, 12. And it reads, when Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. Remember when we said, remember when I said earlier that Jesus, that people, the people went to see what Jesus did? But Jesus said, he was like, the things that I do, you're going to do, and you're going to do greater. People are going to be born again. That's the greater. But think about this. Some of us are even doing the lesser. And then Jesus said, and Jesus said, remember when, when um, the people saw Jesus out, and the man, who saw Jesus out because his son was a lunatic. He threw himself in the water. He threw himself in the fire. And the man said, I, I took him to the, to the disciples and the disciples couldn't cure him. So he brought him to Jesus. And, and Jesus, after casting the demon out of the man, Jesus said, and the disciples said to Jesus, why couldn't we do it? And Jesus was, he was so sweet when he said it. He said, because of your unbelief. Because of your unbelief. How simple is that? Today, are you wondering why you're not seeing th these things happen in your life? Are you wondering why? I didn't say it, Jesus said it. Because of your unbelief. So let's check our hearts. Let's check our hearts and make sure that we are lining up with what the Bible says and we believe with our whole heart. What, not only what the Bible says, this is what Jesus said. You know, you know, as I, I was thinking this morning, when I was thinking about you know, my residence in the Old and the New Testament, and I'm thinking this morning, and I'm like, we've got the Old Covenant, and then we've got Jesus, and then we've got the New Covenant. And this is what I see in my mind's eye. I see the old covenant, and then I've got, then we've got Jesus coming in parentheses. We see the old covenant, and see us, we see ourselves working, and we see ourselves trying to fulfill the law, and we see ourselves sacrificing, and, and, and it's continuous. We don't stop working, and we don't stop falling, and we don't stop sacrificing. It's continuous. It's like there's no, it's, it's nonstop. It's, it's going on and on and on. Then we see Jesus comes right here in the center. And then we see his finished work. And then we see us being victorious. And that there is no more work. 
Yes, now we're resting in him. We're resting in him. So we can just see this. We see the whole process. That's why I say, where is our residence? Because over here in the old, we're working. And over here in the new, in Christ Jesus, we're resting. Because we're resting in him. Because we trust and believe him. Glory be to God. And now, and with Jesus, now in the old covenant, Jesus, was, Jesus said it. He says, um, he said, when Jesus walked, he says a couple of things. He said, there were people who had, there was someone who had great faith, little faith. He said, believe and doubt not. He says, only believe. He was, he was like, these are things that's going to happen that you're going to walk in once my work is finished. That's what you're going to, that's, that's, that's the new life that I'm preparing for you. That the work has been, the work has ceased. Glory be to God. So now, in the Old Testament, as I said earlier, people wanted to people wanted to follow the law, but it wasn't going to happen. I mean, they failed time and time again, and they failed because they kept sacrificing. Every time you mess up, go sacrifice. So there was continuous flow of blood because people were continuously sac making sacrifices. So in um, so let's go to Romans. When we go to Romans twelve, this is what we're going to do. Let me get over there to Romans 12. We're going to get to Romans 12. We're going to read verses. We're going to read Romans 5, 12. Then we're going to jump down to 18. And if you have a, if you're on, if you don't like have a paper Bible and it's not your computer, um, your phone, you're going to see that 13 and 17 is in parentheses. I'm not, I'm not reading it now. Yes, you can read it later. But right now, um, there's something I want to get to, okay? So Romans 5.12. We're going to start at, what did I say? We'll read 12, and then we're going to go down to 18, and we're going to continue reading. I hope you guys can hear me because I'm like giving you all I got. <laughs> Romans 5.12. Wherefore? As by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Whereby as by one man, and we all know who that one man was, that sin entered the world, it was Adam. By one man, sin entered the world. Now let's go down to 18. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. Just as by one man, Adam, sin entered. By one man, Jesus, we can become righteous. Or we have become righteous in Jesus. Hmm. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. For as by one man's disobedience, Many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Now tell me, tell me, if we're going to go back to the old covenant, if we choose to go back, forget all these other prophets, 
in between. Go back to Adam. Follow me. Go back to Adam. And when you think of what Adam, what Adam did, sin entered. And from Adam, go to Jesus. From Adam, skip all the others. Go to Jesus and what he did. Because in him, we became righteous. So there, and so therefore, when we're going to go back to the old covenant, stop at Jesus. Stop at Jesus. Because we are found in him. It should not be easy for us to identify with sin. Easier to identify with sin than to identify with righteousness. It shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that way because of what Jesus did. Yes. Glory be to God. Let's keep reading. Let's keep reading. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abounds, grace did much more abound. Where sin abounds, and there is sin, but grace much more. Grace much more abound. I don't care, I don't care what has happened. I don't care what you've done or what you will do. There is more grace. There is more grace that covers it. There is more grace, glory be to God. That as sin have reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. Here it is again. Jesus has conquered sin. He's conquered it. Grace is so much greater. The grace of God is so much greater. Why, 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 um, why concentrate on what's been defeated? Why let what's already been defeated rule and reign over you? Why? Glory be to God. Let's continue reading. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? So, I should, so should I continue in sin because I have grace? Even what the scripture says, God forbid. Even the scripture says, God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? We are dead, we are dead to sin. If we could grab this, we would not keep going back and grabbing another man's failure. We wouldn't keep going back and looking at and concentrating on our failure. If we could grab, get the revelation of who Jesus is, what he did, and who he is in us. Glory be to God. And so the scripture says, Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus, were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. When Jesus died, when Jesus died, every, and you, you gotta get this, church, 
You got to get this, church. This has got to be revealed to you. This has got to be, be revealed to your heart. Let it become yours. Take ownership of it. Glory be to God. When Jesus, in that, when I said earlier, the parenthesis with Jesus, when Jesus finished his work, he took on that cross. And it's got, and that's why I said it's revealed, because your, your mind can't, can't comprehend it. It's beyond your mind. When Jesus went to that cross, and everything was nailed on that cross. Everything. Past, present, and future until he comes until he comes back. He bore it all. He took it all. Because of his love for us. Love. That was love. Because he loved us. We were in his heart. We were on his mind. He endured because of his love for us. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So that when he died, we died with him. When we rose, when he rose, we rose with him. Yes. And our victory, our 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 victory, our, we triumph in him. We reign in him. That's why we are victorious, because it's in Jesus. Yeah. Glory be to God. Um, glory be to God. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Glory be to God. Mm. Knowing this, you got to know it, though, God. Mm -hmm. You got to know it. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth, we should not serve sin. Going forward, we do not serve sin. We're the righteousness of God. But does Jesus serve sin? No. We're in him. We're seated in him. We don't serve sin. But he that is dead is freed from sin. Have you died? Have you died? Have your, has your old man died? Are you letting him rule and reign? Glory be to God. Your old man should be dead. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, here it's the knowing again, we got to know, church. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. We are raised in him. Death has no dominion over him. It has no dominion over us. For in that he died, he died unto sin once but in that he liveth he liveth unto God likewise reckon ye also ourselves likewise we be dead indeed unto sin but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that ye should obey it in the lust thereof sin is not an issue Jesus has conquered sin. Sin is not an issue. When you, when you understand that we are in Christ, we are alive in Christ, we reign and rule with Christ. Our position is in Christ. They, they didn't have that position in the Old Testament. They didn't have that position that we have here. So why would I go back? 
Why would I go back? Why would I, why would I bypass what Jesus did for me in his death, burial, and resurrection? Why would, I, why would I go past that and go back and pull up somebody's fault? Who does that make sense to? Because I'm here. I'm in the resurrection, this resurrection life mm -hmm. where I walk in dominion, where everything, I'm, I'm victorious mm. because I'm in Christ. Mm. And I recognize that. I recognize who I am in him. I recognize that Proline is dead. That Proline no longer lives. Because my life is found in Jesus Christ. Come on now. That's the church. That's the church. That's the church that's unified. That's the church that walks in love and that walks in faith. That's the church that loves. That's the church who, who, who lives, who, who sees and lives and expects miracles. That's the church. That's who we are in Jesus Christ. Glory be to God. Dead to this world, alive unto God. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. And the last thing I'm going to talk about is where it all starts in this side of the cross, of the resurrection, of his ascension. On this side, it starts with the new birth. They didn't have the new birth. Why would you go back when they didn't have the new birth? That's where it starts, is in the new birth. Glory be to God. John, um, Jesus said, Jesus said, um, John 3, 3. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. We love you, church, and Jesus loves you even more. John 3, 3. And I know this isn't, you know, I, I, John 3, 3. Jesus. And you know, the, you know the story. Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And 6, 7. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not, I say unto thee, ye must be born again. Everybody that's listening, that's watching today, you've been born once. You coming through this, this, you get here through your through the flesh, through the new, through the birth, the, the first birth, natural. when you come into the natural birth, when you come into this world. You're here. You're here. Now that you're here, Jesus said, you must be born again. Because there's a spiritual birth that needs to occur. Remember those people in the old that didn't have Jesus inside of them? They, they couldn't experience the new birth. We experienced the new birth when we asked Jesus Christ into our hearts. We position ourselves to live a life in Christ Jesus that all of those could not live. And then in 1 Peter, he also says, let me get over to 1 Peter. Glory be to God. 1 Peter 1.23, and it reads, Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible. Because that, that, that first, that natural birth was corruptible seed. But this new birth is incorruptible. Thank you. Thank you. By the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. That's why when we are born again, 
he, he, he teaches righteousness and he teaches love and he teaches faith and, and, and who we are in Christ Jesus. Who we are in Christ Jesus. Because once we are born again, we now have positioned ourselves to walk in the newness of who we are. To, we've, it's brought us out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. So now that we're in the kingdom of light, what do I do? Who am I? That's why you got to find out who you are. That's why when you get into the, the, um, the epistles, as we call them, the epistles, that's why you, you see these men, you see nothing but victory. You're reading about victory after victory after victory. That's what you read about because you're seeing who you are in Jesus and he has, he's already conquered everything that you have been faced with or that you will be faced with. It's already defeated, but you've got to know it in your heart. You've got to see yourself in Jesus and you've got to see yourself victorious in Christ Jesus. Go ahead. Amen. Because Amen. in the old covenant, there is no, there's no new birth. There's new, there is no new birth. And those of you who said, I've tried it, I've tried it, I've tried it. That's the problem. You tried it. You tried it. There's no trying in this walk. This is a walk of faith. This is a walk of faith. In Romans, um, is it three? Three, 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 three. What is it? Romans three. God has given unto us the measure of faith. Twelve three. Is it twelve three? Yeah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Um, for I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than you ought to think, but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. God has given every man, mankind, everyone, the measure of faith. There is but one measure. When you are born again, and once if you get born again today, you are born again, you receive all the faith you will ever need if you, got, if you were born again, if you live until Christ comes back. If you live until Christ comes back, you have in you all the faith you will ever, ever need to conquer any obstacle that might come against you. You have it. So those of you who are, who, are, who, are, who are looking for things, who are going to your friends, and you're saying, um, well, you went through this. How did you get through it? You're reading a book because this book, this is my, this is what I'm dealing with. Let's see how I can get through it. Uh, be it a self-help book, be it a whatever book it may be, I'm not, other than the Bible. What I'm saying is this. You can keep asking your friends. And you keep asking your friends until you find that friend that tells you, I got through it because of Jesus. Mm. That's the answer you're looking for. I don't care what the issue is, I don't care what the problem is, there's but one answer, and it's Jesus. It's Jesus. So whatever you're going through today, if you're watching this at night, whatever you're going through, it's Jesus. He's the answer. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And as you, when you open the scriptures and you read the scriptures and you see yourself in the scriptures, you see yourself, Jesus saw himself in the scriptures. When he closed the Bible, he said, this day 
has this scripture been fulfilled in your sight? He saw himself. You need to see yourself. This, this is written to us. This is who we are. This is who we are. We trust and believe God. We expect miracles. We expect to lay our hands on the sick and they recover. We expect to walk in divine health and healing. We expect everything, because the Bible tells us that the enemy is under our feet, anything that's not like God is under our foot. Nothing on, reigns man. and rules over us. Come on, preach. Glory be yeah. to God. Hallelujah. Jesus <laughs> is alive and well. Yeah. He's seated at the right hand of the Father, and we are seated in him. Oh, my. Our God is a good God. And he loves us. Our father loves us. That's why he sent his word in the form of his son. So that he can bring us back out of all. If you deserve, if you want to stay in craziness, then stay in craziness. It's your choice. But my choice is to get on this side and to follow Jesus. He said, he was like, he said, I'm in you. I'll abide in you. And you abide in me. And it's like, let's get this thing done. Glory be to God. Let's get to Jesus. That's the Jesus that I know and love and serve. And he loves me. And he loves you. If you want to commit your life back to Christ today, do it. If you want to put your past behind you and say, oh, that's, that's the old. I'm ready to go forward with the new. Then do it. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ into your heart, do it. Today is your day. Now is your time. Jesus loves you. Ask him into your heart. Jesus, come into my heart. Jesus, I believe you came, you died, you rose for me. Jesus, I know that everything that I've done is already forgiven. Jesus, I thank you that you take up your abode in me. Jesus, I trust you, I believe you, and it's my choice to live each and every day for you. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you for loving me. I thank you for dying for me. And I thank you that, that from now throughout eternity, you're with me. Say it, mean it, believe it. He's yours. He's a free gift. Jesus is a free gift. And he's free because he chose to pay the price he chose to pay the price for us to try on to answer glory be to god glory be to god that's what i have for you today if you like this this video i'm asking you to share it with someone if it's blessed you then i trust and believe it will bless others god is good he's always been good he will always be good and Jesus is yours. And look, just for the asking, how awesome is that? Hallelujah. So we love you, we thank you, we bless you, we praise you, we magnify you in Jesus' name. Glory be to God. Go out and enjoy this day. It's absolutely gorgeous. Hallelujah. We love you. Glory to God. Glory be to God forever. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God.